This week on Foamcast Radio, Scale Up the Fun announces new darts exclusively for campaign backers. Hasbro leaks confirm more Fortnite repaints. I have your requisition recon from Amazon, Walmart, and Target, as well as this weekend's Battlespace Intel. And a geek named Al is in the war room to talk about his unique modding style and his future ambitions as a modder. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Before we get into the Stratcom, I've got a quick sit rep for you. This one isn't really blaster related, but I wanted to mention it anyway. I wanted to let you know that I've created a group in the mobile game The Walking Dead Our World specifically for my fans. It's called Foam Patrol and you can search for and join it in the game. If you've never played it, the game is very similar to Pokemon Go, and it's free to play, so if you play it or want to play it, search in the game for the Phone Patrol group and join up. This also allows us all to chat in-game, which is pretty cool. Next up, Monkeytron Collective is looking for sponsors for FoamFest 2019. There's a link in the show notes at foamcastradio.com to apply to be a sponsor, and I'll have more info on the event in an upcoming episode after it's been officially announced. For my last sit rep item here, I've got a correction of last week's Stratcom on the new Rampage repaint. I incorrectly stated that the previous version of the Rampage included a collapsing stock. I was actually thinking of the Raider, not the Rampage. The Rampage did not include a stock. Alright, it's time for this week's Phone Patrol shout-out. This week, I don't have a new Phone Patrol member, but you can join the Phone Patrol and get your own shout-out by going to foamcastradio.com merch and buying a Phone Patrol shirt. Alright, let's get into the Stratcom. Scale Up the Fun, the creators of the RPG Dart, have announced a new exclusive Dart design for campaign backers. The new design is called the Crimson Strike and uses a metallic red tip and yellow foam body. It also has the words Crimson Strike printed on one side and Thunder Exclusive on the other. According to Scale Up the Fun, these darts are exclusively for campaign backers and will never be produced or sold again. Next up, Hasbro has leaked another repaint of a Fortnite blaster, confirming that they will be releasing repaints in the various colors that are significant in the game. Personally, I've never played or watched anyone else play Fortnite, so I don't know what all the various colors actually mean, but the new repaint is a yellow version of the previously released HC-E, a Desert Eagle-styled pistol blaster that fires Mega Darts. Release date and price are currently unknown, so stay tuned to future episodes for more information. You can find links to everything I just talked about in the show notes at foamcastradio.com. Foamcast Radio is supported by Surfshark. If you've been listening to Foamcast Radio for a while, you've heard me talk about the importance of using a VPN service to protect your privacy online. After using one of their competitors for a while, I tried out Surfshark and I was blown away. Their service is faster and more reliable than any other VPN service I've tried, and it even includes tracker and ad blockers so advertising agencies can't track you around the web, and now they're offering an exclusive discount just for my listeners. Only $1.99 a month, a lower price than ExpressVPN, NordVPN, or any of their other competitors. And unlike competing services, Surfshark doesn't limit the number of devices you can use on a single account. Sign up for Surfshark right now and get 83% off 
off the normal price. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash surfshark. That's foamcastradio.com slash surfshark. Thanks to Surfshark for supporting Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, it's time for your requisition recon. Amazon has the Nerf Rival 12-round magazine kit on sale for $6 US down from its normal price of 13 And the Nerf N-Strike Elite Sharp Fire Blaster is on sale for $9 US down from $16 US over on Amazon. Amazon also has the Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant on sale for $7 US down from 10 And the Nerf Mega Tri-Brake is on sale for $8 US down from 15 The Boomco Rapid Reloader, normally $15 US, is on sale on Amazon for 10 and Amazon also has the Nerf Modulus Stock Shot on sale for $10, US down from its normal price of 15 The Nerf AccuStrike Mega Bulldog is on sale for $12, US over on Amazon, it's normally 20 And the Nerf Star Wars Rogue One Sergeant Jin Urso Deluxe Blaster is on sale on Amazon for $18, US down from its normal price of 50 You can pick up the Nerf N-Strike Elite Dual Strike for $10, US over at Walmart, it's normally 20 and they also have the Nerf and Strike Elite Infinis for $40 US down from its previous price of $70. Normally $30 US, the Nerf AccuStrike Alpha Hawk is on sale at Walmart for $19 US. And the Nerf AccuStrike Stratohawk is on sale for $47 US, it's normally $70. Walmart also has the Nerf Zombie Strike Scravenger on sale for $28 US, down from $47. And you can pick up the Nerf Modulus Ghost Ops Evader for $27 US, it's normally $37 at Walmart. The Nerf Rival Camo Series Apollo is normally $25 US, but Walmart has it for $17. And they also have the Nerf Rival Hypnos available for $39 US, it's normally $50. And the Nerf Rival Phantom Core Hades on sale for $39 US, down from $70. Target has the Nerf Vortex VTX Pyragon on sale. It's normally $60 US, but right now they have it marked down to $44. And the price on the Nerf Vortex VTX Disc Refill continues to drop. It's now being clearanced for $5 US, and its original price was $10. Finally, Target has the Air Warriors Thermal Zenith on clearance for $7 US, it was originally $20. I've got a few coupon codes for you. If you purchase from SM Enterprises, use the coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off. If you purchase a pair of Flux sunglasses, use the coupon code FLUXFOAM10 for 10% off. And if you make a purchase from Zero One Tech, use the coupon code FOAMCAST for 10% off. That Zero One Tech code expires on August 25th, so make sure you take advantage of it before it goes away. Finally, just a quick reminder that you should go and join my Facebook fan group. I post giveaways there that I find from all over the place having to do with the blaster hobby. So instead of going out and looking for all these different giveaways yourself... Just look up Foamcast Radio Fans on Facebook and join the group. You can also post your local events, pictures of your latest build, and comment on the posts of others. Alright, let's get into this weekend's Battlespace Intel. On Thursday, August 8th, Calgary Nerf Wars will be having their Battlefield Live event in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Then on Friday, August 9th, the Hampton Roads Nerf Club will have their mod party in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The Garden State Nerf Squad will have their mod and loadout workshop in Paramus, New Jersey. And BG Undead will have their Summer Invitational Zombie World in Bowling Green, Ohio. Then on Saturday, August 10th, the Brisbane Area Nerf Group is having their Alpha Bravo Charlie event in Rockley, Queensland, Australia. 
the Queen City Nerf Club is having their War Number no. 1 in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Hampton Roads Nerf Club is having their Nerf and Friends event in Virginia Beach, Virginia, the Southern Maryland House of Nerf is having their August 2019 Battle Part 1 in La Plata, Maryland, the Altoona Nerf Club is having their The Elite event in Altoona, Pennsylvania, the Western New York Nerf Club is having their Season 3 War 6 in Tonawanda, New York, the Maryville Nerfing Nation is having their war event in Maryville, Missouri, and Chris Cartaya is hosting the Summer War with Cartaya event in Fullerton, California. Then on Sunday, August 11th, Nerf Singapore is having their OP54 event in Singapore. New Jersey Nerf Ops is having their post-Civil War cleanup and realignment war in Jamesburg, New Jersey. Chicago Nerf Wars is having their August Superstock War in Romeoville, Illinois. 5280 Foam Dart League is having their August Battle No. 2 in Denver, Colorado. And As You Wish Games is having their Apocalypse LARP practice event in Garfield, Washington. And finally, Revolution Parkour Beaverton is having their 5 Arenas Camp for ages 10 to 13. In Beaverton, Oregon, every day from Monday, August 12th through Friday, August 16th. For more information on all of these events and to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, head to foamcastradio.com slash intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by SM Enterprises. If you're like me, the first thing you do when you get a new blaster is open it up and start modding it. But what if you didn't have to? My friends at SM Enterprises are professional blaster modders with the equipment and experience necessary to provide premium quality, high performance modded blasters at reasonable prices. Their highly rated online store offers many of the most popular blasters in a variety of configurations. Or, if you prefer doing the upgrades yourself, they also offer great modding components, like pre-cut K26 springs, spring spacers, tools, and more. They even have a variety of ammo types to choose from. And for a limited time, SM Enterprises is offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Order now and use coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off your entire order. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to FOAMCAST Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. That's foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. Thanks to SM Enterprises for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. Hey everybody, it's time for your counterintelligence contest for this week. This week I'm giving away a double speed loader kit and Jamdoor delete for the nerf rival Kronos provided by my sponsor SM Enterprises. To enter, just go to foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword geek. That's foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword geek. Good luck! All right, everybody, this week I am really excited to be talking to Al Yurkin, also known as Al the Geek, a blaster modder that I ran into at FoamCon. Al, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Ben. Thanks. How are you? Uh, I am doing really great, and I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, I was really impressed with your work that I saw at your table at FoamCon this year, and I wanted to talk to you about your modding and kind of the different types of mods that you do, things that you're working on. Before we get into all of that, though, uh, my standard practice here on FoamCast Radio is to always ask people about how they got into the hobby. So can you tell us a little bit about how you actually got interested in blasters? So... I am kind of an older guy. I'm actually in my 40s. And so growing up, when most people got into Nerf, uh, the Nerf options we had really weren't that great. So about five years ago, I'm a contractor, and we were working at someone's house. And when we were, when I was walking through the playroom, 
I stumbled upon what I now know is a, a rough cut. Not seeing a Nerf gun for years, I remembered it, took a picture of it, got home, and when I started Googling Nerf guns, I was amazed to find how far uh, blasters had come from, obviously, when I was younger or even before I could even have any of that. And as a result, as anyone knows, when you Google Nerf, you end up stumbling upon the whole subculture, which is the Nerf modding community. So it's kind of by accident in terms of finding, I guess, how most people do, is that I discovered uh, Nerf modding. And then once you actually discovered Nerf modding, uh, when when did you start doing that yourself and kind of playing around with doing Nerf modding? So probably about a few months after that, after doing some research, um, I had found a couple of examples of one specifically that had interested me enough where I thought to myself, well, I could do that. And that stretches off a background where I used to do some uh, some modeling in terms of what I used to actually build was uh, 700 scale plastic warships. Well, I was getting kind of bored of that and thought I'd venture into something new. So when I saw um, the Nerf guns and what you could do to them, I thought, well, this is just an extension of kind of like modeling just in a different uh, using a different medium. And so the first one that really inspired me was a and I can't remember who had made it, but it was a long shot that someone had done extended the barrel and made it look like it was a Barrett 50 caliber rifle. And I thought to myself, well, I could do that. And so it was my foray into trying to do that, which really launched me into the hobby. Now, obviously, you you mentioned some cosmetic modding there. Uh, what what sorts of different mods do you do? Do you do performance mods or co- cosmetic mods or some combination? So when I first started, I was de- I definitely did mostly cosmetic because that was uh, that was basically my thing. It's what caught my interest. I find generally when you talk to different people in the hobby, some are all about performance, others are all about. Uh, what the blaster looks like. When I began, mine was definitely about what it looked like. And it came it came about from, I guess, ideas or thoughts in my head with toys or games when I played as a kid, but you didn't have them and you really had to imagine. So now it was kind of the ability to actually make them and create them. So what I liked doing was making them big, crazy, uh, long barrels, making them bulky. <clears throat> I realized sometimes for wars or practicality, they really aren't, but that was my thing, making the cosmetics. But now, obviously, as the hobby has evolved, I have gotten into the internal mods because if you're going to make this big, beautiful blaster that's huge, it's kind of depressing if you fire and it doesn't really go far. So even though my first and foremost is cosmetic, I've actually expanded into uh, performance as well. However, not as creative or extravagant as some of the guys do. Well, I definitely appreciated your unique visual style on your blasters when I saw them at FoamCon, and I'd like to get into talking about that. But before we do, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by PodCoin. Did you know you can get paid to listen to all your favorite podcasts, including Foamcast Radio? Just install the free PodCoin app for iOS or Android, and every minute you listen earns you points toward gift cards for Android. Amazon, Target, Starbucks, and more. And PodCoin even has an exclusive bonus just for my listeners. When you enter the code FOAMCAST, you'll get 300 bonus points right away. Don't waste another minute listening for free. Install the free PodCoin app and start earning today. Thanks to PodCoin for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Al Yurkin, also known as Al the Geek. Now, a second ago, we were talking about how you got into the blaster hobby and into modding and the types of mods that uh, interested you and then sort of how that evolved. Um, can you describe really quickly um, what is your visual style uh, for people that are listening and maybe have never seen your work before? So my style, I guess the best way to describe it is kind of a post-apocalyptic futuristic theme. So it looks like the world has probably gone in a terrible direction. 
But at the same time, it's probably in the near future, but not way out in the future. And I also like to keep it that most of my blasters, when you at first glance, you think they're real firearms, but then realize there's no way there's real firearms. And I try to ride that fine line where I purposely don't do um, projects where it'll actually look like an actual M4 or an actual assault rifle. I like riding that line where it's definitely more fantasy as opposed to being, it being mistaken for something real. Well, I definitely thought it was a very interesting style. It sort of reminded me of fallout as far as like the weathering and how things kind of look aged and maybe a little beat up but also a little bit uh reminded me of borderlands with the splashes of color on the blasters so i thought that that was really cool and if people haven't seen your work uh we're going to talk about where you are posting pictures on social media a little later and i definitely encourage people to go check that out now another question that i had for you is um a lot of different modders out there are available for commissions they make custom blasters for people is that something that you do it is something I do. However, as I try to tell people, I won't just make anything. Um, I'd, I like making things that are kind of fall in my style or in my range. If it's something that you can see that looks something like mine, I will definitely do it for you. You can talk to me about it and I'll give you a price. If it's something that is completely doesn't look like anything I would possibly do, I tend not to do it because I find when you try to make things that you have no interest in or hate doing, then if the love is not there, then the product really isn't there either. And the other thing I hate also is I've had people ask me to mimic uh, blasters that other people have done, but hoping that I'll do it for a cheaper rate and I don't like to copy other people's work. I like to use it for inspiration, but when you flat out ask me to copy someone else's, I won't do that. Well, that definitely makes sense. And uh, again, we'll include the contact information a little bit later. We'll, we'll talk about how people can get a hold of you if they are interested in a commission. Now, being a blaster modder, um, I know that there are a constant stream of ideas and projects that we all manage to come up with. Um, do you have any ideas or projects that you're working on now that you can tell us about? So what I want to get back into, I made one and it was a pain to make, but in the end, I loved it. And it was a long shot with a brain saw uh, attached. It was a, a long shot, a brain saw master key. So I think I want to do that again with some slight variations that probably in a different color. But on the same token, I thought about doing it, but then kind of got sidetracked as, as life happens. I'm definitely going to do a uh, strife base. And then also, again, with the brain saw attached to it on the front end to see, again, if I can create some kind of big, large master key. So those are the two that are currently on my uh, on my table. But then the other thing that I'm also working on is I have two trademark barrels that I use, one that you'll find on my long strikes or on my recon mark twos. But then there's also one on the long shot. And I don't have one listed now because it's a slightly different, beefier barrel than what I use on the long strike. But I want to try to come up with a, a third variation of that as well. So that's also on my things to figure out and make list. Very cool. Well, I definitely look forward to seeing the results of those projects. And, uh, you know, another thing that I love about our hobby and about doing the modding and everything is there's so many different things that you can learn how to do. Um, do you have any particular skills or techniques that you're looking to learn or add to your repertoire moving forward? I think I definitely want to get more into making uh, performance. Um, it's The reason I didn't get heavily into performance is because I didn't like doing it. I, for me, the fun part was doing the exterior. However, now that I've been doing much more internals in terms with the upgrading the motors and the and the switches and rewiring, it's it's become more interesting to me. So I am looking to do some more internal mods that way. Um, I still want to do, and that's that's not on the 
the list yet, but I still want to take a Vulcan and turn it into a minigun. I know it's been done before, but I also want to do my take on that. So it's things like that that I want to prove on, but then also kind of to complement my blasters, and I made a couple. I want to get into doing shoulder pads, forearm guards, knee guards, all kinds of crazy things that may uh, match Mimic or something you can get to uh, go along with your blaster as well. Well, that is really cool. It, it's it's definitely an interesting idea to kind of have not just a blaster, but also an entire outfit that kind of matches that same style. I think that'll be really cool. And I think that a lot of my listeners, uh, after hearing all of this, are probably going to be interested in checking out some of your work. So can you tell us uh, what social media platforms you're on and where people can find you? So what started it all was Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see everything I've ever made. I have a picture posted on it there. Um, everything that I have for sale, I have in my Etsy store. Um, I also have a Facebook page and hopefully launching soon. And finally will be a YouTube page. Um, I don't have anything up there yet, but hopefully that will be coming soon. Um, so that's how you can find me and reach me actually. Oh, and I also have a website with it, which is basically aldegeek.com. Awesome. Well, we will definitely include the links to all of those different places in the show notes at foamcastradio.com so people can go and check you out and get a hold of you if they're interested in, uh, you know, doing a commission or something like that through you. Well, Al, this has been really cool talking to you, getting to know a little bit more about you and uh, about your your process and your projects. Before I let you go, I've got one final question, the same question I ask all my guests at the end of an interview, and that is, what is your favorite blaster? Well, probably like most people, it's got to be the Strife because you can do so many things with it. However, I still really love the long shot. It is a great platform when you want something to look like a big old sniper rifle. But then also, and I don't think it gets a lot of love, but I also like the double breach. Not for performance. I know loading it's a pain, but the idea of it and strapping it underneath another gun and making it into a master key, I just love it. And I think that comes from the movie Aliens and thinking of it more like a, like a grenade launcher as opposed to a weird shotgun that only has two shots. Awesome. Al, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Ben. I really appreciate it. Uh, this has been fun. Thank you very much. All right, everybody, before I let you go, I've got a quick action item for you. Head to the Foamcast Radio fans group on Facebook and answer this question. Who should I invite to be interviewed on the podcast who hasn't been yet? You can choose multiple poll options and add new ones if the person you want interviewed isn't already listed. Thanks to Surfshark, SM Enterprises, and Podcoin for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com slash sponsors. I also want to thank Al Yurkin for being my guest this week. And of course, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com. We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio. Hi, I'm Ryan Engelstadt, licensed therapist and host of the Best Medicine Podcast, a show where I help people normalize conversations around mental health. I know firsthand how hard it can be to talk about these issues, but there are resources out there. If you're having suicidal thoughts or even just wondering what it would be like if you weren't around, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. 
Once again, I'm Ryan Engelstad at the Best Medicine Podcast, and I'm here to help too. So if you want to reach out to me through my podcast where I answer listeners' questions, you can find me on Twitter at EngelsRye, that's E-N-G-E-L-S-R-Y, or through the Anchor app where you can leave voice messages for my show. Thanks for listening, and thanks for taking care of yourself.